Hi, and welcome to Chelemoji Chats. I'm your host, Liz Lee, otherwise known as Chelemoji, and I'm here to talk about tips and tools to help you on your cello journey. Hello, and welcome to episode three of Chelemoji Chats. Today, I'm going to talk about having a good performance routine. So we're coming up on to the new year with uh, springtime coming up. And uh, for those of you who may even be looking into summer festivals, now is about the time that auditions really come into play as well as uh, performances. Um, Even though it is the beginning of the year, I know that for myself, I already have a ton of performances lined up. And uh, I think over the years, I've developed a helpful performance routine to help with nerves, to help with getting the best performance that I can get every time that I pick up my cello. And this is not something that I just rolled out of bed one day and had a great routine. This is something that was developed um, through the many years of playing cello. And I think that uh, it doesn't matter if you are a beginner or an advanced player, it is good to develop this routine because there's so many times when I hear, uh, even from students, they're like, well, this went really good at home. Like I played through this perfectly. And then they come to a lesson and they're playing and it just kind of falls apart on them. So some of these tips I think will help in the small situations such as lessons um, and some of them will help in bigger situations when you have performances or auditions. So let's dive in. First off, I think it's really important to remember that a performance routine or practice routine really starts well before the actual event. So what I mean by this is that you should really be playing for people. Uh, There is really no reciprocal for uh, playing for someone, like a live human being. I mean, I know that as a kid, sometimes I would line up my stuffed animals and try to play for them. And and that did, you know, give some sense of a different type of playing through or practice, but there is nothing quite like that feeling when you are playing in front of other people, um, especially people who may know music or may not know music. I mean, each situation is different and you should definitely mix it up. And this goes beyond just lessons because I feel like after a while, even lessons can feel a little bit more routine because you know you're going there to get tips and stuff. Um, You can always approach lessons with sort of a mini performance mindset, but um, a lot of the times having some friends or family just sit and watch you, there's just something that is going to make it feel a little bit different, a little bit more heart pumping. Um, Maybe you'll notice things like your hands might get sweaty or it might feel like it's hard to breathe. All of these things you can't really discover until you actually put yourself in these types of situations. And you definitely don't want to wait until the day of the event to experience this feeling. Another thing that you can do is record yourself while you are practicing. Kind of like do a playthrough while your recording is going. And keep in mind these recordings do not need to be super high quality. It's not like you're necessarily going to post these things anywhere. Um, You can record it off of your smartphone even. Um, 
and just practicing recording yourself and listening to yourself, you can hear a lot of things. I mean, I noticed so many things once I started recording myself and I'm like, oh, I thought I was being steady here or I thought this part was in tune and then you listen to the recording and you realize you were totally wrong. Um, And sure, there is something to be said for, there's lots of people who put recordings and things up on social media and all of that, but you have to understand that there is very few people, I want to be willing to take a bet on this, (laughs) very few people who just take a one-take recording and then they put that up on social media. More likely than not, they might do maybe a couple takes even before they put it up there. Um, And that sort of um, accountability of putting it up there and knowing that other people are going to see it, that really actually does uh, translate to a little bit of a performance and a little bit of, uh, you know, how do I get this to a state that is acceptable under pressure? So recording yourself is definitely something that I highly, highly recommend. Keep in mind, I fully acknowledge we all really hate listening to ourselves, and we're probably all hypercritical of everything that is going on. But in a sense, if you are listening to a recording of yourself and you're like, hey, that isn't too bad, that's that's pretty good, then more likely than not, someone else who is listening to you will also think the same thing. So you do want to record yourself and it's okay to kind of analyze how you can improve. Um, I do think that it is more realistic to think of it as, okay, how can I improve and make it better the next time rather than having the opposite view of, oh, I am the world's greatest cello player. Or even the opposite, saying that everything is terrible and everything sucks is also not a good mindset to have when you're doing recordings too. Um, Because then it just puts your head in a negative space and more likely than not, a lot of the future recordings after that will also just come out very poorly. So you need to have kind of a, a mindset of, okay, I know things may not be perfect, but how can I improve? So this next part is probably a little bit obvious, but you'd be surprised how much each one of us has a little bit of a procrastinator in ourselves. And this is just that we need to make sure we have enough time to prepare everything that we need to prepare. Um, I feel like sometimes I go in to teach some kids and they're like, uh, Dr. Lee, we have an audition next week. Uh, can we prepare for this? And, and I'm like, when did you find out that you actually had to do this? Oh, I found out like two weeks ago. And I was like, so did you practice any of this? And they're like, no, we just started looking at it yesterday. And so, of course, it's, it's this mad scramble, this mad dash to practice, to make things uh, to a certain level. Uh, and there's just not enough time. And I've definitely been in this boat where I think I am preparing everything and then inevitably something gets a little bit uh, gypped in terms of practice times and um, some things are better prepared than others. Sometimes uh, concerts come up so fast or I'm so busy that I fully admit sometimes I don't always get a chance to practice everything fully. Um, But if you are truly serious about an upcoming audition, an upcoming performance, 
that chair test where if you get it, you'll be principal cellist of your section or principal player of your section. Like you have to take the time to practice it. And that time is really precious. And there is something to be said for the amount of repetitions. How many times are you able to play this before your actual audition or your actual performance? Because while I am not always of the camp of like, you must practice eight hours every day or anything like that, you do need to have some really conscious practicing. It's also not the same preparation if you only play through things like a few times couple days before and then expect things to go well um, you you have to establish how does it feel in your hands where are the places that I make mistakes and the only way that is going to happen is if you leave enough time um, to practice it and to see that and this also includes rehearsals so if you are performing something or you have to audition with someone and it is with a pianist or, you know, say it's a chamber group, you better be scheduling in those rehearsals as soon as possible because you may think your schedule is busy, but let me tell you, everyone else's schedule is also very busy and it is really hard to always schedule things in um, last minute. So the earlier you can schedule things, the better. Um, I did have some instances where they would assign pianists to us last minute um, and then we would have to scramble around to find uh, rehearsal times. And maybe that's a story for a whole nother day. Uh, I'll talk about some of my nightmare stories uh, with this one situation in particular. But it is just important to remember rehearsals are important that kind of communication to make sure that, okay, this is when we have to meet, this is what we have to practice, and uh, this is what we have to cover. To be very clear with that and to have that plan is going to be so helpful in your preparation. You're going to feel a lot calmer. You're not going to go into these things like, oh my gosh, I have so much music to cover. Instead, you can break things down into pieces and know exactly what you're going to cover in each rehearsal. Okay, so... That's all before the event. But let's talk about the day of the audition or the day of the performance. And I definitely have a routine for myself to keep myself calm, to make myself feel like, okay, I can do this. And some of this may start from the night before. Like if you are not getting a good night's sleep the night before an audition or performance, then it's going to feel really weird the day of the performance or audition. So the night before, I have to make sure I go to bed at a normal time. Uh, Normal as in like I'm not staying up past midnight or 11. Um, And I want to feel relaxed going to bed. So that means like, you know, don't watch any stressful high action movies or something like that. Uh, Make sure you feel nice and relaxed and calm. And also on the day of the concert or um, the night before too, you have to decide what are you going to wear. I mean, I know this is kind of obvious. Sometimes you don't really have much choice because it's just like wear all black. But I think in this big world of clothing out there, there are so many different choices you can pick from. And you better pick something that 
is feeling comfortable and it is not the first time that you are wearing this piece of clothing for your performance or your audition. Make sure you have practiced in these pieces of clothing. You know, I don't know, maybe shoes may be different. Like, make sure you practice in those shoes. Um, I know for myself, like, this is definitely a thing for women too. Like, if you are going to perform or audition in high heels, you better be practicing in those as well because that is a totally different feeling than if you're wearing flats or... I know if I have a new dress that I am performing in, I practice playing in that dress because it will all just feel different. And you don't want that day of performance to be this whole new experience and struggling to make things work with that. On the day of routine, make sure you are eating well, like eating good things. Um, I know I like to... Make sure I have a good breakfast and a good lunch if, if my audition is in the afternoon or in the evening. Um, I know this seems a little bit weird, but I try not to eat any chocolate or any sweets uh, before a performance or a audition. Um, <clears throat> not that that's like bad or anything, but, but for myself, I think as a kid, I remember my mom always saying like, okay, you're already really hyped up. You're already you already have so much energy in you and I'm already like nervous and jittery and excited and you know having more stimulants like chocolate or candy is probably not going to be good. So she would actually always like have one on standby so as soon as I was done I would have it. But at the time before I would play, I would make sure that I basically did not have any sugar. Uh I had a lot of water. Um Make sure you pack all of your snacks and things so that you're not hungry before you play. Uh, if your hands get sweaty or um, hot, make sure that you have, you know, the the whole like, I, I guess it's like that powder stuff to to dry your hands or like a little towel that you carry along with you. Um, whatever it is that you need to have on hand to make yourself feel calm I mean, I've seen people show up with like, you know, baby stuffed animals because they're like, this is just my my buddy. He travels with me everywhere. Okay, that's fine. Hey, you do you. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, But you have to make sure that on the day of you are not scrambling around to make sure that you have everything. That's something that you want to check the day before, the night before, so that you can go to bed and wake up and just have this very calm day going through uh getting ready right up until the point of your audition. And I I feel like uh, everybody has their different ways of doing this. Like, how do they make themselves calm? Um, For me, I feel like there is something routine of, like, if I have a big performance, like if I was soloing with an orchestra, I have to make sure I take a nap. Now, like, I may take a nap even if I'm not really tired, But there is something like after I wake up from a nap, I'm basically getting ready to go and then I do a quick warm up and then I go. Um, And I feel a lot calmer because then the busyness of the day, the earlier part of the day is not on my mind. I just took a nap. Uh, So I don't know. Some people do that. Some people uh, need to make sure they do a good exercise routine uh, before 
some people make sure they have their favorite foods on hand. Um, I just have my own way of calming myself by taking a nap. And it's it's fairly easy to do. I mean, if you're tired, you just go take a nap. But I mean, sometimes your brain is so excited, you just have to kind of lie down and close your eyes and um, and that's okay to you. Like it doesn't have to be some deep sleep or anything, but just something enough to clear your mind so that you're not getting overwhelmed by all the thoughts. Okay, so now we're right up to right before you're about to play. And this could be uh, a performance, it could be an audition. And right before you play, you want to double check a lot of different things. Um, not because it's meant to be this sort of stressful thing, but again, it's it's sort of like a routine. It's like every time before you play your instrument, you probably have a routine and you don't even realize it. Like, okay, I pick up my instrument, make sure my bow is tightened right. Is there rosin enough rosin on my bow? Usually what I do is like in my warm up at home before I leave to go to whatever the event is, I'll rosin my bow there like and then I'll wipe my strings and then I won't actually rosin again because I like a certain amount of rosin on my bow. And so if I rosin again, then it's like too much rosin. So again, everybody has their preference, but you know, you want to make sure those basic things are set. Um, you know, if there is a cello chair that you know is going to be on the stage, um, I try to make sure to sit on it so that I know my end pin length because I don't want to be carrying my cello out there and then I have to adjust my end pin again. I mean, it's just it's just so unsettling. So I like to make sure things like my rock stop, if, I, if I'm performing, like my rock stop's already out there and I already know how long my cello end pen needs to be. Uh, I make sure I tune. Even if I have to tune again on stage, which is totally fine, I want to make sure to the best of my ability that I'm in tune. Like if I am doing a performance, I try to tune before the performance so that I don't have to tune again on stage. When it comes to auditions, a lot of the times they already have a preference of what type of A uh, they would like you to take. And this is important to know what type of A that is, to be honest. Uh, some orchestras, for example, they like to tune pretty high. And then there are some orchestras that tune at 440, which, you know, I know 440 is pretty standard for a lot of things, but in a lot of situations, for me, it actually sounds flat. Um, and so it is always good to double check these things too. Um, if I'm in a orchestra audition room, Now, every orchestra audition, I'm sure, is a little bit different. But there's always this one room, which I kind of call the cattle call room. So that means basically all of the people auditioning are in the same room and you guys are all playing the same things and you're all playing it really loud. um, And it's really hard to focus. So I really highly recommend that you have a pair of uh, earplugs or headphones, headphones. or earbuds, I guess now is the thing, like make sure you have them on hand that you can put them in your ears and you can block out as much sound as you can. Um, If it helps to listen to recordings of what you're about to play, great. That's even better. Um, You definitely want to make sure to try to stay focused on just yourself. So in those situations, it's really hard to do so because everybody is there doing the same thing that you're doing. Um, But one of the ways to... uh, 
be prepared on the day of is to make sure you have a pair of earplugs or headphones nearby. And then now you are on stage or like in front of the audition and you're, you're just about to play your very first note. I know this seems to be a little bit of a simple direction, but just make sure that you take one really large, deep breath. And not like a really fast one, but one where you inhale slowly and then you exhale slowly and then you're ready to play. There is nothing worse as a string player for us than to hold our breath. And yet it is the one thing that we tend to do a lot of because we never have to use our breath to actually play our instruments. Um, And this is something I was so guilty of for so long And you never really realize it until you're just kind of gasping for air somewhere in the middle of the piece. So make sure that you take a deep breath always before you play. Um, Make sure your bow is set in the place that you want it to be. Take that deep breath and then you start. And it's not like it's rocket science or anything like that, but it does make a difference when you have this routine, this mindset of like, okay, how am I going to start each piece? Do I start it from the air? Do I start it with my bow on the string? Um, or am I taking a deep breath every time before I start? Um, uh, I think in terms of warm-ups too, you know, are you warming up the same way? This routine, uh, and they talk about this in sports as well, too. It's like having these tiny little habits that you form every time that you play your instrument is going to really help bring about a very successful performance and a very successful audition. And I do think that uh, to have a good performance routine means that it's just going to help your brain feel settled, And know that no matter what may happen, you have this routine that you can go through. So in every situation, you can approach it with a little bit of a calmer mindset. Now, this is not to say that it's foolproof. You know, there's many opportunities for things to go wrong, unfortunately. And I've been there. I've had performances and definitely auditions as well, where it's kind of like a crash and burn situation. And... In those situations, there's really nothing to dwell over other than like, okay, well, something didn't work this time. Maybe I could have prepared a little bit better. Maybe I could have played in front of more people. And sometimes it is just nerves. Like I will say that I've gotten so nervous sometimes that I just completely blank out on things. And it wasn't for lack of preparation, but sometimes my brain just sort of blanks out and you know, things don't go my way. Um, and that's kind of the hard life of the musician. It's it's not perfect. It's not a guaranteed win every time you play. But the ones who survive that and move on and are resilient like that, those are the ones that you are going to remember. Those are the ones that you keep hearing about because all of these experiences help shape us and help mold us into the musicians we are today. And um, I would definitely say that throughout my many failures of things that has happened, it's really helped strengthen me and my resolve for different uh, results the next time. And it could be just, you know, work in progress. I think there are 
lots of opportunities to improve on performing, but you have to kind of embrace that. You have to understand that if you don't feel nervous or excited to play, I guess you can say, then I always feel like that is almost more of a sign that something might go wrong. At least I'll speak for myself then. If I don't feel nervous or excited before a performance or an audition, then I know it's definitely going to be a train wreck because that means that I don't, I just like don't care or I'm trying to block it out. Um, one, other, one of the other things, I think it's important to kind of feel uh, that kind of butterflies in your stomach feeling but now it just becomes a matter of like, okay, I feel it. Now, how do I handle it? And how do I approach it? So hopefully a few of these ideas can help you form your own performance routine. And I do encourage you, it doesn't matter if you're a beginner or an advanced player, to really start forming one. It could be something as simple as, okay, on the big day of a performance or an audition, or even on the day of my lesson, I'm going to make sure that I have a nice cup of tea. Um, or it could be the day before my audition and performance, I'm going to make sure that I have all of my things packed up and ready to go. Or I'm going to make sure to wear my lucky socks on this day. Um, I, I think all of these little things is very individual, Everybody's going to have their own different things. So it's not really right for any one of us to tell you what you yourself should do. But find that one thing, that one routine thing that you can do every single time. And then from there, you can build up more of a routine and do that all the time. So once you start doing that more regularly, you're going to find that things are just going to come to you so much easier um, because you have this routine established. So hopefully you can have some ideas to take away from this and develop your own performance routine. And definitely let me know if there are some things that you do to help calm yourself before these big events. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Chelemoji Chats, where I'm talking about having a good performance routine. Hopefully you found this helpful and you can start to develop your own performance routine so that anytime that you have a big event like an audition or a performance, you're going to go in feeling a lot more confident and a lot calmer right before the big event. If you like this episode, I would love for you to leave me a review wherever you can get podcasts from. Um, and it would be so helpful for uh, me to read feedback and see how I can keep improving this podcast for you. Also, if you want to listen to future Chelemoji chats, uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button and give me a follow. I would really, really appreciate the support. All right, guys. Well, until next time, cello on. Mm-hmm.